Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Now we continue along Bezer Hashem, Perek Bez, Mishnah Bez, still in the words of Rabbi Gamliel, the son of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. And he tells us, Someone who deals with Tzorchei Tzibur, deals with communal needs, deals with the people at large, helping them in any what way, whether it's in Ruchnius way or a Gashmius way, one should do so, his involvement with them should be L'Shem Shemayim. Says Rebbe what this means is, not to gain honor, not to gain any benefit from them, and not to lord over them, to lead them, to guide them, to assist them in a proper way. And here the Mashkiyah Zogazun my Rebbe used to say, we see from this Mishnah, this seems to be contrary to the general rule in Shas. That we're supposed to really, we're advised to engage in Teir and Mitzvahs, even not L'Shem Shemayim. And eventually we'll get there. And seems here when you that doesn't have that exception. That doesn't have that excuse. That doesn't have that way of approaching This has to be L'Shem Shemayim. One idea is, as the Mishnah is going to tell us, because the success that one will have when it comes to being Oisig and Tzorchei Tzibur is the Tzibur themselves. And therefore, one is doing it for his own personal agenda, his own personal gain. He doesn't have the schus, the merit of the Tzibur. It's the schus of their ancestors, the people you're involved in. That is what is going to help and assist their tzitkis, their righteousness, their merits will stand them for them for a long time, for generations. You're the one involved. You have made so many inroads. You have done so much work. You organized so many different things. You've approached so many different people. You've talked, taught to so many different students. It's not your schus. It's not your doing. The Mishnah says, it happened through you. But loy atem gormen lohem. Rabbi says, be very clear about this. You have accomplished seemingly a lot, but it's not to your credit. Loy atem gormen lohem. You're not the cause of all of this coming to fruition. In other words, this is going to happen regardless because the tzibur has schuyos. They have merits of their avoysam. And that schus is going to bring about a siyata to bring about whatever is going to be accomplished. And it could be sometimes the schus of many generations back. Thousands of dairis. But there's some schusavis that the tzibur has, and amongst the tzibur there's many schusavis, and that's what's going to bring about a successful outcome. Therefore, a person shouldn't take credit for it. And that's another reason why it has to be l'shem shemayim, because it's not the person's schus, not the one who's Isaac, but rather the schus of the tzibur. But yet, va'atem, you who are involved in it, ma'alani aleichem. Hashem says, I will consider it, as if you did it. 
Kloimar. In other words, even though it's really the schus of their ancestors, that's what's bringing it about and giving it success. Again, not through you, not through the one who's being involved here. But I will consider it as if it was your doing. As if it was your merit that everything was able to come about. And if you look at Rashi and the Mishnah Novus, that's exactly how he explains it. Says Rabbi Yehuda, let's give another pirush. With a different slant, a different pshat, both are true. But this is another pshat. Why should I invest time, effort, energy into being involved in Tzorchei Tzibur? This seems to be the understanding of Renyena in sort of organizing matters of tzedakah, raising money. Why should I be involved? Even if they end up giving tzedakah and they do give to this cause generously, through me, through my efforts. But lohem levadam matan aschor ki In the end of the day, it's their money they're giving. They get the schus of tzedakah. I only facilitated it. So the person might think, what do I need this bother? Why should I be involved in tzorchei tzibur? In this, in this uh, context, meaning getting people to give to causes, to give tzedakah. Ein l'chol achshev Don't think that way. That's a yetzahoriz trying to get you out of doing this good thing. It's very good for you to be involved in this type of klal work. The same end of the Mishnah. It's indeed the schus of their ancestors that will assist. And you'll have success in your doings. You'll have schus greater because of the tzibur and their maizim more than you doing it on your own. Because when you deal with a tzibur, you have a lot of tzibur, it's not just one individual. But yeah, they have a whole tzibur, a whole community of people, and they have a lot of avoysim, a lot of tzibur. And therefore, Hashem says, I'll give you tzibur as if you did it on your own, as if it was your own merits. It's an amazing chesed David does here. Shem says, all of the money that they gave, it was from their own pockets. They gave the money, but Hashem says, I'll consider it as if it was your money. Like the Chazal tells us, the Gemara Baba Basra, Godol Hamaase Yoise Minoise. Greater is the schar of one who facilitates and is the catalyst for getting others to give tzedakah more than the one who gave tzedakah himself. That's what Chazal tells us, and that's what Ben Yen is saying, that we sort of, we piggyback on the zuchus avais of the tzibur, and it ends up that we who are oisik in that sarchei tzibur get the schar as if we did it on our own, with our own schuyas. And in that idea, that you will actually benefit greater with your exertion through the zuchus that they have, then if you would do it on your own schus, keep because their maizim collectively is greater than the one individual. And if you do that, you'll be matzliach. 
the schools of their ancestors will assist you. He's actually doing a greater good for himself than his facilitating for the Tzibur. And here again in the Zavort that the reason why it has to be Lishem Shemayim because you can only be considered if you're Kavonis for the Tzibur. But if you're Kavona, if your intent, your goal is really to promote your own needs, if your intent is for yourself, not Lishem Shemayim, then you're not working for the Tzibur, you're working for yourself. So if you want the schus of the Tzibur and then all of the gain for yourself, it has to be Lishem Shemayim. We go on now, Rabbi Yisai, to Mishnah Gimel. Be very careful when you deal with Roshus. Roshus refers to the authority, the governmental officials, the king. It's called Roshus. One shot is because seemingly they have the Roshus. They have the wherewithal, the capability of carrying out what they will to do. But be careful about being too close to them because they really only get close to a person for their own personal needs. Nearing Koyavin, Bishas and Osam. They look like they're very friendly and, and they uh, have a liking towards you. That's Bishas and Osam when they gain. But when a person is then in great need, they don't stand and they don't have his back when time of his need. Says Rabbeinu Stay far away from authorities and great rulers. In the end, they're doing it for their own needs, their own purpose, and they will see to it that they will end up getting the money, the possessions of this person, and then they'll just leave them out hanging to dry. The Mishnah says, Yes, he's speaking to you, he's inquiring, just to find out some information. You really can't know exactly what he's thinking. Who could know really what his end goal is in this relationship with the common person? It looks like they're friendly. They speak smoothly and softly and gently. They, they put on a front of a good, loving relationship. That's what they see. There's what to gain over here. But when the person then doesn't have what to give, he his money is exhausted, he can't help out these authorities. Even if it's only he was able to, to prove, I'm not trying to hold it back, I'm just in, in, in dire straits now. They won't even have any mercy on this poor person. Whether he has uh, stipulated to give a certain amount to the coffers of the king, and they will have no mercy. Let's say this is what you owe. This is what you have. you have to go get it, and they'll be ruthless about it. The yishkachorishaynis, all of the earlier favors, all of that good friendship, they'll forget about that. That was something in the past, like we find by Paroi. He didn't remember Yosef and all of the good. Not the Saramashkim over there, and then in Parai, who? The Torah tells us. That's the way it is. This is the simple understanding of this Mishnah, telling us be very careful and be very wary about getting too close to the king and the authorities. But Rabbeinu says something quite startling. They not overcame, but that's not the case. 
he medaberes the begam if that was the case, they were talking about something very derogatory about kings. to say such a thing. Can't be. The world exists only because of the benevolence of these kings. And they carry out the rules and the laws. Amiti kemoisim. There could be no one more truthful than they. They don't have to flatter the people because they have all the authority. They don't have to be afraid. And there's nothing stopping them. But rather, they are the ones really upholding the world. Now the Moganovis from the Rashbats, he writes in his Pirish Tobis, he says, he quotes this Rabbeinian and he says, it's pretty clear that Rabbeinian only wrote this because of the authorities of his time, and he was afraid that in the first parish, they would, they would be upset with what is being documented and published here, and that because of the censors, he decided to write this line. Like we have the many swarm throughout the generations that they sort of tried to cover up for our feelings and attitudes towards the Masailam, and they sometimes wrote it in terms that we have no hard feelings. And that's what seems to Rabbein over here. But being the case, either way, Rabbein offers us another pshat. Says Rabbein therefore, al would seem to say another, be another pshat we could offer. Ki kings, gam avosim, gam senosim, We should know that everything that we get from a king, meaning people of authority, people who, it seems, that they have the capability to carry out what they want to do, whether they show us Ava or they show us Sinna, whether they are showing us the good side of themselves and want to help us or whether they want to harm us. It's really not in their hands. It has nothing to do with them. When when someone in authority, in a position of authority like a king, shows a side of grace and brings in someone close to him and shows him a love, Bishathanos, even though it's for the sake of the king, This is only coming about because Hashem has so orchestrated. has nothing to do with him. Hashem has made sure that this person will be the one who can benefit the king. But when the person is Who's going to be able to stand for him? And Hashem doesn't want him to have something good, so it will be. Even if the king on his own would have really wanted to do good for this person, Hashem says, this is a sinner. I will not allow him to get a favor or liking from the king. On the contrary, the, the king will end up doing something harmful to this person because it's all controlled only by Hashem alone. There's a very famous passage in Mishlei, like streams of water. So is the heart and the mind of a melech in the hand of Hashem. And the passage continues over there. However Hashem wants to move it about, He will move it about. 
says the marshal goes Ratzalaimer, Kimoisha Apele, just like the stream of water. The person who's controlling this stream of water in his fields could move it to this way or that way. He could channel it wherever he wants it to go. And then automatically the stream of water which is coming through the current will go in that way, whichever way the person has directed it. So too, that's the marshal and the nimshal is Cain Leva Melabiyad Hashem. So too, the heart and the mind of the king of how he will decide what his decisions will be are Biyad Hashem. To move it, to lean it, to direct it. Using a Pasik from the Megillah, Megillah Esther. If Hashem so wants it to be native to this person, then the king automatically will do good for this person. And when Hashem wants that this person should get punished, so will the, the king will do. Why Leva Melech? Rabbi Nyein is bothered with a question. The truth is, the Leva of every person is really in Hashem's control. The Ramban writes this in the story of Yaakov and Esav in that whole showdown. The Ramban says it doesn't make sense because there, there was a, a bent up anger for years and years and Yaakov came with 400 men ready to devour and kill Yaakov and his family. And because Yaakov showed a little bit submission and he bowed down and he talked softly, all of a sudden he changed the heart of Esav. Says he can't understand that way. Rather, he kichol Really, all hearts and feelings are in the hand of Hashem, how Hashem wants it to be. However Hashem wants it, it will be. Which is a great etzit to know. Sometimes you want a person either to like you, you want a person to not be angry at you. All you have to do is daven People's feelings and thoughts are controlled by Hashem. And we have the ability for Hashem to change the thoughts of, of, of a person one way or the other. So why does it say only Leiv Melech Biyad Hashem? It's really Leiv Kolodim Biyad Hashem, says Rabbi Niyayinah. But Leidibra al-Shab and the reason why he doesn't say it in the Pesach about other people or in the Mishnah here about other people, in truth, all of Avais, all thoughts and decisions are Biyad Hashem. But by kings, by people of authority, it seems so real by them that what they decide to do will happen, as opposed to a regular person, sometimes yes, sometimes no. It seems like by the kings, they for sure could do what they want to do. That's why the Pasuk points it out by the king, and the Mishnah points it out by kings. The person has no ability to harm or to help, to do bad or to good, to good to any person. Except with the decision and the desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And really it's, it is with that with all people. We learned this in Chavis HaVavishar, we talking very clearly. There's not in the ability of a person not to harm, not to help another person unless this was decided and decreed by Hashem. But it's so much more apparent, it's so much more clear by a king, because really a king you would think, well, of course he's doing what he wants to do. And therefore the, the Pasek points out, even by a king, where it would seem he does have the ability to do, that also is Biyad Hashem. Lev Melech, Biyad Hashem. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.